6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, it is believed to be the uh, one of the highest and toughest races in the world. It's called the Tenzing Hillary Everest Marathon. It starts at the Mount Everest base camp and follows the high trails used by Everest Sherpas. It's a 10-day trek to begin with to get to the base camp. And then the marathoners, the runners, have one day to rest before a 42-kilometer marathon. Our next guest recently returned from Everest, where she successfully completed that marathon. Kate Story is an associate professor in the School of Public Health at the University of Alberta and a Stollery Distinguished Professor and marathoner. Kate, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's how are you? How, when did you get back? I got back on June 6th. So on June 6th. Couple, about a month ago, a month and a bit. So, so how are you feeling? <laughs> I, feel, I feel great. I actually feel great. I think that was one of the most uh, surprising parts of all of this. Uh, and even going to my physiotherapist the week after I got back, and he thought, he said, you know, how are you not broken? So, you know, it's, it's a little bit of the training that went into it, but I actually feel quite good and, and back running and, and training again. So, oh yeah, goodness. I feel awesome. I want to talk to you about that training and, and because, you know, with uh, the, the, the altitude level, I mean, that plays such a huge role into what you did. But first off, why did you decide to do it in the first place? You know, it's a good question, and I would say that the story uh, didn't be—you know—didn't start off as my story. It started off as uh, girlfriends that I, I run with and that are friends of mine. Um, so one of my girlfriends, her, her late partner, passed uh, actually after he had successfully summited Mount Everest, and his his some of his last words were that you know what are you going to do, Robin, once you summit Everest? And he said, well, there's a marathon the next week. I might as well run it. So uh, we ran in his honor, but then it became a story of all of us coming together and I, I would say very much a story of of friendships and adventure and challenge and and fun and so we went you know we went three years um uh, to the day to see his memorial and then and then we ran in his honor but then it also became a, a reason to um celebrate our community and celebrate celebrate uh children's health and well-being which is something i'm very passionate about so we me and my team joined the Million Reasons Run to raise money for the Stollery Children's Hospital. So, cool. um, yeah, so there was, a, there was a, a lot of stories that came together of, of how we ended up there and how we ended up running. Uh, and I just love running an adventure and travel adventure. So I was keen to go and, and be part of this. So how do you prepare to, well, I mean, you know, first off, that 10-day trek in to the base camp, um, but then to run a marathon when the starting point is, what, over 5,300 meters above sea level, like the, the, the altitude, the oxygen levels have to be a challenge. What went into preparing? Yes, it's a really great question, and I have a friend who's a runner, and he said, Kate, you know, there's no there's no playbook on the training here. You're going to Mars. Like this is just this is this is crazy. Uh, while most people taper for a marathon the weeks leading up, we were trekking for ten days, uh, dealing with you know acclimatization and altitude. So leading up 
to the race, there was a lot of preparation, I would say, certainly a lot of running and a lot of cycling. So just, you know, be getting that endurance base, a lot of time in trails, so training in the mountains. Uh, but then also durability we knew would be a huge issue so when you're trekking for 10 days straight you can't necessarily you don't want to arrive um, completely depleted at the starting line so uh, a lot of weight training a lot of Pilates and then the other additional element was that we worked with Dr. Michael Kennedy who's also a professor at, at the U of A and trained in his altitude chamber so about once a week uh, leading up to the race for about six weeks I spent uh, half the day in an altitude chamber um, often on Zoom. So there's many comments that the Altitude Chamber has never seen so many Zoom calls and phone calls and emails. But uh, we did that to see how the body would physiologically adapt to being at that high um, of an al- of altitude, see what our you know oxygen saturation looked like, our heart rate looked like, and to both mentally and physically prepare uh, for the trek up so that we felt confident going in that we could you know, have have exhaustion and, and uh, push our bodies through the limit at that, that level. So, Kate, you must have been at absolute peak conditioning um, when you started that trek up of that mountain. Um, did you feel like you were could take on the world at that point? I felt strong going in. Um, you know, there were some niggles of injuries throughout, and so I had a little bit of a niggle as I left Edmonton and my, and my ankle, but... Um, you know, we. Tr- I knew that the training that we had done, you know, it paid off. And there, you know, it, there's those early 4:30 a.m. wake-up calls when you're getting up to train and you're thinking, "What am I doing?" <laughs> but on the moment that we got to base camp, and I mean, that was an achievement in itself. Many yeah. people get get quite sick with altitude sickness, uh, and I still felt strong and I felt healthy, and I my nutrition was great, my hydration was great. I thought, "Wow." Like, I'm here, and, and all of that work paid off, all of that training and, and all of those different elements. And I'm going to be able to not just run this thing, but, but race this thing. This is going to be great. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I felt really good. I felt very strong going in. But it was, a lot of, it was a lot of work going into it. Yeah, without a doubt. So from what I could tell from um, the, the web page on, on the race, there was about 150 participants yeah, so there was about 200 overall. Um, there was, I think, about 15 that did an ultra, which was a 60K race. Which I, I run ultras in Canada, but but that was... <laughs> Uh, and then about 20 that did uh, the half marathon, and then there was a number of people that had signed up and, and just were too ill to um, wow. to run. So yeah, about but that was correct. About 150 overall finished and, the full marathon. And you placed 38th. Yeah, and second international female and eighth female overall. So you know that the Nepali people have their own category for a reason. They're very um, they're local runners. They're acclimatized. They live in the area. They're physiologically different, and so. Yeah, to come as the eighth female and then second international female was pretty cool. So I ran with some really fun uh, local people that took me under their wing and, and were giving me tips. So it was wonderful. So, so you you did it in just under seven and a half hours. Mm-hmm. What yeah. what was it like? Tell tell us what was it like to be running a marathon on Mount Everest Sherpa trails. It, it, it was incredible. I mean, I, you you trek in on the same uh, the same the same path essentially, so you know what you're you're up for a bit. And I remember thinking on the trek in, you know, we always talk about as trail runners, like, is this runnable? <laughs> I remember thinking <laughs> this is not runnable, but it was. Um, and so, yeah, I actually was able to enjoy the entire race. Like, I I I just had a blast. It was. 
you know, it was uh, ice and, you know, you're on a glacier to start with. There's bouldering. There's, you know, obstacles everywhere. They call it, you know, uh, Himalayan flat or Nepali easy. You're never just going down or, you know, or never just going flat. You're going down and up. So while the marathon itself, you know, you have a bit of a, you have a loss. Um, you're going from base camp, which is about, you know, 5,400 meters to Namche, which is 34. Uh, you still gain 900 meters of elevation throughout. So you're going up and down the whole time. Hey. So, so I just, it was fun. It was a great time. Are, are you wearing running shoes? I'm wearing running shoes, yeah, trail running shoes, but yes, wearing running shoes, yes. (laughs) Amazing, amazing. (laughs) Kate, this is just uh, so cool. Kate, what did you learn about yourself through the entire thing? Oh, my goodness. You know, I don't know that I can can, um, pin one thing down, but I I would say, you know, it it seemed impossible at times, and and I know that we've all, all been there with many things in our life. I mean, not necessarily something like this, but... You know, it was it was those small steps and stages, and that you can't do this alone. You know, I've always known that about about running and other things that you know you need a community. And when my training really started taking off, is when you know my social life was surrounded by people that were cheering me on and supporting me. So, you know, it was it, it, six a.m. run with the girls, and you think I do not want to run today, but I need to. But they're waiting for you, and they're there. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the strength training with. Uh, my my friend that went with me and is also she's a she's a a coach and a and a trainer um, where you don't want to do that strength training but they're there and and all the support from you know my team friends and family everyone on the mountain the the communities it was kind of like the Boston Marathon of of the Himalayas like they're just <laughs> so excited to see runners and give you tips and cheer you on so um, yeah I would say you know just embracing that supported recognizing that you know this is yes it's a race that you're doing as an individual but there's it did not feel like an individual race to me by the time I started that race and I finished it well congratulations Kate what a what an accomplishment and so happy that we're able to share your story the Kate story story on, uh, on the chorus radio network this afternoon thank you so much for joining us oh thank you have a great day yeah you too take care now Kate story joining us